when the rains came. Happy Monday morning to you. I hope you had a great weekend. Thank you so much for tuning in. You're listening to News Radio 92.3, informative, local, and dependable. I'm your host, Tammy Martin. It is the Pensacola Expert Panel. I have Tasca King with ADX Digital with me this morning. Good morning, Tasca. Good morning. Are you going to buy a Powerball ticket? I think I already have. You have? But I think I'm buying more. I think I am too. <laughs> I think I'm getting some after work today. Oh, yeah. Do you I'm in a couple of pools, so. You're in a couple of pools? That's couple nice. Pools. Yeah. Um, do you always buy them or just when it gets this big? Um. Well, not only when it gets this big, but mm-hmm. I'd say pretty regularly, but I'm not going to say I do it every single week. Right. Um. We We probably buy at least twice a month. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Support the education. Yeah, there you go. And it's Support up to $900 million. Um, Next drawing is Monday. And the cash value is $465.1 million. I think that's plenty of money to live off of. That is plenty. I think it is. <laughs> so let me know. Are you buying a Powerball ticket? 437-1620. But we're going to talk about digital advertising and mobile conquesting this morning. Yeah, so if, if you buy a Powerball ticket for your for your business then we can definitely help you market your there business. There you go. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I don't think they would need a business anymore if they won that much money. <laughs> oh, you never know. You never know. That's right. You You're absolutely know. right. There was a show on about, probably about 15 years ago, called Windfall. Mm-hmm. And it was about this uh, group of friends that got together and did a, a pool. And uh, the one guy took his share and started a business that manufactured bikes. That's huh. that was his passion. Uh-huh. So I'm sure that a lot of people who are business minded people would take that money and do something with oh, yeah. it that's their passion. Yeah, invest in something that they love versus just go shopping. Yeah. Well, I was thinking more like trips. <laughs> well, yeah. I think I'd be gone if I won 465 million. I wouldn't be here for a while. There you go. I have a six month hiatus <laughs> somewhere, but that's okay. Right. Um, we're gonna try. Somebody's got to win. Not necessarily. They, well, event- somebody's going to win eventually. Yeah, They're just saying. not necessarily going to win tonight. Right. Absolutely. If you uh, are going to win, if you're going to play Powerball, 437-1620, is that something that you do? Is that something that you're going to do? It's up to almost a billion dollars. But first, we're going to talk about mobile conquesting. <laughs> <laughs> if you have, In the meantime. In the meantime. Um, if you have any questions about uh, digital advertising, we'd love to help you with that. 262-6000. That's 262-6000. Or you can email us, connect at adxdigitalmarketing.com. That's connect at adxdigitalmarketing.com. Absolutely. So, yeah, today I wanted to start talking about um, mobile conquesting. Mobile conquesting... Um, most people know it as geofencing. Um, geofencing is a targeting strategy that is used in several different products that we have. Mobile conquesting is one of those products. Now, what is different about mobile conquesting versus regular geofencing is the fact that mobile conquesting, all the ads are shown on mobile phones. They are only served to mobile phones. They are not served to laptops they're not served to desktops. They're not served to tablets. Only mobile phones. So, and and then the whole purpose is, you know, people have their phones with them when they're out and about. They right. don't have their laptops with them when they're out and about. So, we're going to uh, reach those people as they're out and about in the community and, and around uh, businesses where they may mm-hmm. be shopping. So, how exactly does mobile conquesting work? Well, that is using location-based targeting 
demographic and behavioral targeting to reach consumers with display and video ads on their mobile devices. Okay? Mm -hmm. So that's basically on their smartphones. Now, your targeting options are through online behaviors, and that's targeting people who have recently shown a certain online behavior or are in a certain type of demographic within the last 30 to 90 days, and their offline behaviors. And that's showing the ads to people who have recently been to a certain location, which is a brand name store or a type of business or event in the last 30 to 90 days. And, of course, we're going to match those stores or those businesses or events to your business category. So that's how we're going to find the right prospect for you. And then we're going to geofence. And geofencing is when we draw a virtual fence around a place or a business or anywhere where people would gather, and then we're going to show your ad inside that virtual fence or that, that geofence. And then we're going to continue to show them the ad once they leave that, that area right. and go home. Now, just an example of some of the places that we might would target it would be also always depend on your business category and you know we would start with the big chains i mean we're all small businesses here technically and you know but we've all got a big chain competitor Mm -hmm. so um if you are a um sporting goods company we might um, focus on or do a fence around Dick's Sporting Goods. Uh, if you're a tennis shoe company, if you sell any kind of shoes, but but specifically an athletic shoe company, um, Dick's Sporting Goods would also be a great place to target. Um, if you are furniture, if you sell furniture, we might target Ashley Furniture or um, one of the other uh, rooms to go. Right. Um, that's a great place to start. Because that's usually one of the first places that people look are with the big box stores, uh-huh. with the big chain stores. So that's just an example. What we would do is we would draw that virtual fence around the business, um, usually around the business and the parking lot. Um, because once they're in the parking lot, we figure they're going into that business. Unless maybe it's the mall and we might do something a little different. But that area can be as small as 500 square feet. Oh, wow. So um, it's, it's, it can be very, um, it can be very technical and very, a very tight area. It can be as large as five miles. So there have been times when um, I've worked with a client who wanted to reach people who were just social and wanted to be out and about. And so we may target downtown Pensacola, mm-hmm. just to reach people who are out and about downtown, especially like if there's a, I mean, we don't do specifically one day at a time, but say within that 30-day period, there's a gallery night, which there probably is going mm-hmm. to be a gallery night within a 30-day period. Yeah. I mean, they would reach, be able to reach all the people that are milling around downtown for gallery night. Absolutely. If you're just now tuning in, you're listening to News Radio 92.3, informative, local, and dependable. I'm your host, Tammy Martin. It is the Pensacola Expert Panel. It's Monday here in the studio. I hope you had a wonderful weekend and you're going to have a great week. I'm here with Tasca King. She is with ADX Digital. We're talking about mobile conquesting. For more information, you can give us a call. It's 2626000. 
That's 2626000. Or email connect at adxdigitalmarketing.com. That's connect at adxdigitalmarketing.com. If you have any questions, comments, you're welcome to call or text 437-1620. Great. So another thing that we can do with this product, with the mobile conquesting, is we can track on-site visits. Now, what does that mean? That means that once we have shown someone your ad, then we can tell you whether or not they came into your place of business. So that means they've seen the ad and then they came into your business. That, that's the on-site visit tracking. Um, be aware that the visit matrix of the report, we, get, we show you all this on the monthly reports. And I know we've talked about this in the past. At the end of every month, you're going to get a report. Mm -hmm. And that report is going to tell you a lot of details about what we learned during your campaign. And that's where you're going to see exactly how many people came into your store that we had shown an ad to prior to them showing up at your store. And that's a, that yeah. is a great idea to, to figure out what your ROI is when you're mm -hmm. looking at investing in a campaign like this. And absolutely. And then you uh, um, get the data. We, you see all the data and give that to the oh, customer. Yeah. There's there are lots of there's lots of data that's included in the reports. Um, you will see the number of impressions that were served, the number of clicks um, that and, you know. And people they they're gonna um, click on the ad that they see mm -hmm. on their phone to learn more about whatever it is that you're you're trying to advertise about. Uh, you're gonna see what the click through rate is. Uh -huh. So that tells you the rate the number of ads that were actually clicked on and and then people went to your website and learned more about your product or service um conversions we can see if they went to your website and then actually did something did they fill out a form did they look for your phone number mm -hmm. um if you're on the phone a lot of times i will um i will that's how i'll get make a phone call if i'm if i don't have that number saved mm -hmm. in my phone then i will go to that client's website oh yeah i do that all the time and then click call yeah call and it button. brings it up yep every absolutely time. then we will show you the view through conversions and that is when we have shown someone the ad and they went to the website but they didn't click to go to the website they just went to the website okay so that's called a view through and then we're going to show you the different types of devices we're going to show you um the a breakout on where some of the some of the ads were actually shown, but remember the websites and apps that the ads are shown on are kind of irrelevant. What is relevant is that we are showing the ads to the people who are your target customer. They they match or fit your customer profile. Okay, and um, so are you able to serve ads to uh, my audience when they're at a competitive location, like they're getting the ads while they're there? Yes. Okay. Very good. Yes. You know, that's that's the purpose. If someone's out shopping around and they've got their phone with them, I mean, they they may see your ad before they make that final buying decision. Right. And, you know, that's you want to make sure that everyone has as much information about your product or service as possible for when they are making those decisions. Right. So we've got to get that information to them before they sign on the dotted line, so mm -hmm. to speak. 
Yes, if you have a question or comment about mobile conquesting, um, digital advertising, 437-1620, we'd be happy to hear from you this morning. I'm here with Tasca King with ADX Digital. You're listening to News Radio 92.3, informative, local, and dependable. I'm your host, Tammy Martin. It is the Pensacola Expert Panel. We are discussing digital advertising, mobile conquesting, ways to um, reach your target audience. So, um if a member of my target audience has been to a competitive location, they went somewhere that mm-hmm. we geofence in the past, are we going to be able to retarget them and serve our ads? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, great. Absolutely. That's where your frequency comes in. Yes. I mean, um, most of the time when someone sees an ad the first time, they don't react to it. So you've got to show them the ad multiple times. A, a person needs to see an ad multiple times before they will even really start to absorb the message. Right. So another really cool thing that we can do with mobile conquesting is um, create a weather trigger. So what happens with a weather trigger? Well, we can tell the program, hey, only show this ad when it's cloudy uh, in the months of the summer. Only show this ad when, when uh, when the sun is shining, Um, which is most of the time here. So that might not be a great one here. But it does rain every day, too. Lately, yeah. (laughs) Only show the ad when there's a rain probability of more than 70%. I mean, we can be pretty technical. Uh I mean, um, you know, for a lot of of businesses when they're, uh, they get really busy during hurricane season. So they want ads, they want to make sure their ads are shown when there's a hurricane in the Gulf. We can do that. Right. Um, there, there's so many different weather triggers that are available. So if your business it reacts to weather in any any type of weather, whether it's good weather or bad weather or rain or wind or humidity or whatever, then we can build a campaign around that weather trigger. Very cool. And um, what kind of competitive behavioral data is your system that we're able to utilize? Um, are we looking at behaviors of potential clients? Yeah. Yeah. Just here's some examples. Um, they're actually called mobile conquesting categories, uh-huh. but they are behaviors just mm-hmm. like um, with our other products. Um, you know, it could be we want to reach people who go to casinos. You want to reach people who shop for fashion. Um, you want to reach people who are looking to purchase an automobile uh, or looking to finance an automobile. Um, all of those are just examples of behaviors, or in this spe- specific um, situation, they are category mobile conquesting categories. So we want to reach the people. Um, you know, first we're going to start with those geofence, those geofences, but then we want to make sure that they're a good um, prospect for you. So, for example, if you um, Oh, gosh. I'm sorry. I just had another thought went, went through my mind. Okay, so if you are a dentist, mm-hmm. you might want to um, do a geofence around other dentists. That is definitely something that we could do. Uh, if you want to reach de- um, fitness enthusiasts, uh-huh. then we could do a couple of things. We could do geofences not only around gyms in town, but we could also do um, geofences again around stores like um, like Dick's Sporting Goods, mm-hmm. and or any other store you know that would that would sell something that would cater to a fitness enthusiast. 
Right. And my friend, my, our friend Michael texted in, how do you get paid? Flat rate per view of website, clicking on the website? How do we get paid? I'm assuming that's what it is. Well, um, you start out with a campaign. Mm-hmm. And you determine how many impressions you want to run over the course of the month. And that's how it's priced. It's priced by the, by the impressions. By the impressions. Or by the thousand impressions. And tell us again what an impression is. An impression is each time you someone is shown that ad. Okay. So, for example, um, if you and I both saw the ad on two different websites... That's two different impressions. That's one impression for you and one impression for me. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, with all digital advertising, uh, it is sold by the impression, and usually it's priced based on a thousand impressions at a time. Okay, because that's the average. That's the uh, that's that most companies that sell um, do is cost cost per thousand or cost per thousand impressions served, and okay. that's how we start. Okay. And we build the campaign from there. And let's talk a little bit about the creative. Um, so what are the Im- creative implications for the client? And what kind of creative do I need to have on uh, the ready? Do we do the creative in-house? or We can help. In most cases, we can help. Um, we have four different ad sizes that are regular ad sizes. Mm-hmm. And these are based on pixels. Um, two of them are what I call banners. They're the skinny ones. Uh-huh. Um, 320 by 50 or 728 by 90. And then you have your regular square ad, which is 300 by 250. And then you have your full screen ad, which is 320 by 480. Um, in some cases with, with other products, we can use other sizes, but this is pretty much the standard with mobile conquesting because it's the sizes that are made to fit on a phone. Okay. Very good. Um, and also, for targeting, do you use standard marketing segments? or be, we, we talked about that, behavioral data, right, mm-hmm. for the audience. But also, do you have access to the data, you know, that would allow me to reach audiences that are clearly have an association with my competitors and serve ads to them? So kind of like artificial intelligence uh, getting well, the rest. Oh, yeah. We can definitely do the, the artificial intelligence or the, use the machine learning as part of it. Um, but, you know, if, if you are geofencing an area you're going to start with the people that are going into that geofence and which is in some cases going to be your competitor yes absolutely if you have a question or comment 437-1620 you're listening to news radio 92.3 informative local and dependable this is the pensacola expert panel i'm your host tammy martin i hope you're having a great monday morning starting off their week right listening to us and tasca right tasca right um, we're talking about digital advertising uh, mobile conquesting so like i said if you have a question 437-1620 or give us a call 262-6000 that's 262-6000 you can also email connect at adxdigitalmarketing.com. That's connect at adxdigitalmarketing.com. So Tasca, let's uh, recap a little bit. We have about five minutes just about what mobile conquesting is. Okay, great. Again, mobile conquesting is using geofencing and geotargeting. Well, geotargeting and geofencing as your main um, target tool. And then we will layer in um, the other targeting strategies with the mobile conquesting categories. And, and that is to, to narrow down to get to the people that we know 
based on our conversations with you that you want to reach. Right. And also, um, just to reiterate, we can look at the data coming in. It's usually a three-month process and, and adjust, right, as Absolutely. needed. Absolutely. We can make adjustments. Yes. Um, we can make adjustments, and we can also change out your creative. Mm-hmm. So if this month you're having a sale and next month you're having a different sale, we can definitely change that out. You're not locked in on the same creative for a long period of time. Right, which is beneficial to you, and I mean, if you think about if you think about just standard mail advertising or standard billboard advertising, a lot of it's just one creative for right. a long time. That's all you get for your price. So, right. with um, digital advertising, you get a lot. I mean, you get um, a lot of detail as to what's working, what's not working, how many impressions, things like that, and you can target your audience, which will save you so much money when you know who that that money is going in to target that specific mm-hmm. people. And you're not just throwing it out there <laughs> and hoping that it catches someone. With mobile conquesting, you can actually target your target audience, which is great. Absolutely. And again, remember, I know we mentioned this a little while ago, that um, those monthly reports, they are key to to keep up with how the campaign is going and to learn where we need to make adjustments, if we need to make adjustments. I mean, I looked at a report this morning mm-hmm. that was just doing phenomenal. And, and you know, sometimes a client may think it needs to make adjustments, but we see that it's performing great and there's really not a need to. You just need to let it do its job. Right. Especially when you're doing a little bit with, um, when, you, when you've, you're including artificial intelligence. Because art, the, the part of artificial intelligence does not happen overnight. Um, that is something that grows as the machine does its learning. Okay. And I've seen um, multiple times in campaigns, once you get three and four months into a campaign, the artificial intelligence is it performs over and above some of the other categories. Very cool. And we call that machine learning as well. Yes, machine learning. Yes. Um, which... I think that was a little, it's a little scary at first, artificial intelligence, because we hear a lot of well, there's been stuff. a lot Elon of, Musk there's been and all a lot that of stuff in the yeah, but it actually, it's really beneficial. It is in a lot of areas. It is because it helps you find prospects that we may not have found just based on their behaviors. I mean, just because someone we know someone's looking for something doesn't mean that we're there's that we're hitting everyone that we know is looking for it. I mean, right. You know, I could be ready to purchase a new car, but if I'm not actively online looking for that car, and if I haven't driven down Highway 29 on the lots to look for that car, then how would they know that I'm actually thinking about looking for a new car? Right. Exactly. So there are a lot of there are a lot of ways um, that we can figure out how to reach the people that we're otherwise not reaching. Right. So for more information, 262 That's 262 Or email connect at Don't forget, tomorrow night, Bands on the Beach is back on Tuesday. Thanks to the Santa Rosa Island Authority at the Gulfside Pavilion at 7 p.m. That'll be a lot of fun this week on The Rocks. Takes the stage. I hope you have a great rest of your day.